0: and welcome back to the Next Level Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Leslie. Ooh, it's another good one today. I'm super excited. This is actually going to wrap up our relationship mini-series that I'm doing for the beginning of this season three. We have gone through um, coaches from um, expert relationships, um, divorce attorneys, Um, lots of different people, and we're diving a little bit deeper into the spiritual aspects of relationships. And one sort of niche and theme that I wanted to touch on because there's so much out there that's false information and messed up and people are caught in these toxic relationships is twin flames. And I myself just went on record last time uh, talking about my twin flame relationship And so I have an abundance of information to share with all of you about my experience. And I have a beautiful, amazing, lovely, my heart belongs to her guest, uh, Michelle Robinson. She's actually been my coach. I call her my spiritual coach um, for the last, gosh, how many years? Three years, Michelle, I think. Yeah, Yeah, something like
1: that. Welcome.
0: Welcome to the podcast.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
0: This is so amazing. Uh, What a treat. So, Michelle Robinson, she is in New Zealand. So, I Zoom call (laughs) with her, Skype call with her from... Tomorrow, she is in tomorrow already. She's in the future, which is amazing. Uh, my producer George was asking her for lottery numbers. She didn't give them up, so no winning on it <laughs> for us. But, um, so Michelle is a seer, she's a certified hypnotherapist and life coach. And we can, you all can reach her at a pathway to knowing.com. But, Michelle, why don't you tell us what a seer is? It,
1: well, I I don't like labels that much, but essentially I see, hear, sense, read, energy. And so, you know, if we work from the premise that everything is energy, um, I can see pretty much whatever needs to be seen. What I specialize in is seeing the things that you can't quite see for yourself, making things make sense that don't, that you've tried a lot of ways to understand something really important to yourself and you can't quite put it together. That's where I come in. And, um, you know, making knowing uh, really easy because we can see through things like people's motivations, uh, manipulations. We see patterns. So, you know, it's all in the energy of the person. So when it comes to relationships, you get a really good read on yourself yourself with the other person and the other person.
0: That's amazing. And my experience with you was really profound. Obviously, you helped me untangle that whole relationship I was in that got me into my indictment and that challenge. And I thought he was my twin flame. Yeah, I went on this. It was very classic. Like, I fell into this whole pattern of you know, I found out about Twin Flames when I met this person, On all the signs and symptoms were there, and I was going nuts about it, and I became so obsessive about it, and I hated it, and I didn't know what was going on. And, you know, I was having my own sort of spiritual experiences, and it was a really, really um, challenging time, and it was so beautiful that I was introduced to you by Judy Satori um, because I was totally lost and, well, you know, depressed and m- not knowing where to go or how to function. And your ability to, like you said, see and understand the energy helped me untangle many, many things that I couldn't see for myself when we're just blocked. And I've always been a supporter of having a coach in, in our life. Everyone should have one because, yeah, if you really want to accelerate, there's sometimes spots you just can't see. I don't know why. Maybe it's divinely purpose that way that we need each other that we deliberately have blocks we can't see because we're have we have to have these these interactions but um, you've been such a lifesaver for me so a million thanks and so much gratitude and love to you for that
1: Thank
0: so you. it's a pleasure yeah wonderful so let's dive in so what are twin flames from your perspective
1: yeah because there's You know, you talk to twin flames and there's about a zillion different definitions that come up. So through my lens, uh, a twin flame is uh, literally your other half. So that means that you are from the same soul group. You share the same souls or source, if you like. So there is a really... Important definition in that because you can have powerful connections, compelling connections or consuming connections with people and they feel like your twin, but they actually may not be your twin. So that's the very, very first thing we do. As you know, we look and see, actually, is this a twin or is this a karmic connection? And it can be really hard to tell the difference in the beginning. Yes,
0: absolutely. It was very difficult. I mean, for the longest time I was getting all of the signs and I I understand now why I was led to believe that my false or karmic twin, as you will, was, you know, I was believing that he was really something different because – if I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gotten through. I needed that love. I needed that connection to keep me afloat during the indictment and the bottle of pills in my hands and all the the pain. And it was way I, I suppose I tricked myself to get me through. And then once I got to the other side, I, it became much more clear. But as you recall, I'm sure I was very felt very angry and bamboozled by the universe that I was misled. Really, everything is us anyways, right? We're sovereign. We are the creators of our own experience. But in hindsight, when I was able to really let go of that anger, I saw it was really protective and it was serving me the whole time. But yes, it can be very tricky to tell the difference because actually with my false twin, I had way more of the signs, if you will, than I did with my true twin. Although the magic was greater, it wasn't even as passion-filled or intense I think just because in karmics, there's so much passion that we think is love, and it really isn't. <clears throat> so again, part of that whole le- lesson learning, I believe. So yeah. going into twins, do, they, do we have like a shared greater purpose, or is that just a fallacy? Like they, you, you come together, you learn lessons, you separate. I mean, what, what is the greater purpose of twins
1: coming together? Or is that not really a thing? Oh, it is a thing, but, um, you know, let's define purpose as well sure. before we get into that. Because really, uh, there is this big myth about a purpose is a thing that you're meant to be doing, you know, a mission you're meant to be uh, fulfilling. Purpose, the reason we are all here is actually to create and to experience. And in that sense, we're all exactly the same. And we're actually all even um so the, the reason that twins come together is because it serves a greater purpose. That purpose is a deeper experience for each party. So it's not like um, you have to race off and do something together that you weren't going to do before. But you are responsible for getting the most for your, each other and for yourselves from the experience. So um, a twin will be the best of you and the worst of you. You know, we all just want the good bit, really, (laughs) don't we?
0: We always want the good bit. I mean, isn't that what we're here for, is to, like, have fun and be playful? I mean, who wants to learn all the hard lessons, especially from yourself, because... I mean they're as you said a they're you in another body, basically, so they're like a yeah. a mirror right they're a mirror reflection to you is that right yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah, so there is no. I mean, union, what does union mean? What does it look like? I mean, there's union in spirit because you're always together if you're one soul. But is there like a physical union or do we need to drop that? Because I know a lot of people get fixated and obsessed about the physical union with their person and surrendering. Mm -hmm. And it's a journey to yourself, right? Reconciling yourself and becoming whole. Some people say when you come to that place, that's when your twin comes back or whatever into this union to fulfill whatever purpose you're supposed to have. Is that, what are your thoughts about that?
1: Yeah, so I, I think, you know, it's very hard to generalize because every connection has its own unique imprint or uh, energy to it and drivers. But yes, there's union and and there's union kind of on all levels, so physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. That's why these uh Relationships are so all-consuming and they're so powerful. And so they can, you know, they can be the highest of highs and the, the greatest experiences that you can have. But because of the duality that we live in, shall we say, the dimension that's here, you know, there's always an equal and an opposite. So, uh, it means your strengths are amplified, but it means the pieces that you're still working on or finding for yourselves as evolving beings—they're amplified too. And you know, it's not like your twin magically holds that missing piece. They've got they've got missing pieces too. So the union can be uh, incredible, but it can also be messy. It's really just the experience and. Uh, what I do see is a lot of clients caught uh, in the agony of the aftermath of a soul, a twin soul connection, and and that's what's really hard to recover from, I think.
0: Yes, the aftermath, the, the longing, right, or the, mm. um, I can't believe this happened, that sort of, it's a heartache.
1: It's a heartache like no other. Yes, it's kind of an indescribable heartache, as, as you know.
0: Yes, it's it's disappointing. It's a void. It makes you paranoid. It makes you <laughs> like, there's so many question marks. I'm only a few months out from this, and I think I'm doing very well.
1: <laughs> exceptionally well.
0: <laughs> but Amazing. Thank you. But there's still lingering, like, you know... Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I I think I'm doing well. I think I'll I'll continue to do well. But I I think that there's also waves that happen as well. I don't know. You've seen clients, I'm sure, that have been on this journey for a lot longer than I have.
1: And I think, look, straight up, that's something that's quite exceptional about you, Leslie. You have a capacity to move through things. And that takes huge courage and uh, commitment. But, you know, a lot of people are unable to move through the the wreckage if you like the aftermath and um you know if you're one of those people that's that's you know lying in bed trying to cry yourself to sleep but you can't because you're just absolutely obsessed with this person that has let you go and you don't understand why that's what I do that's where I come in and help you help you find yourself again, help you feel worthwhile again, help you understand what the hell has gone on, Mm -hmm. and then you can start building, rebuilding, and moving on with life. And so the idea is when you've had a twin connection, and usually, I'm not saying always, but usually they don't last a lifetime. Uh, They serve the purpose. You exchange what you need to exchange with each other. And then, invariably, one twin will drop out. And so, you know, you're ideally richer for the experience, but it can take quite a lot to actually get to that point where you can see that and then use that to be more.
0: Yes, and it's painful. And even when you say that my stomach dropped because of, the um the that especially in the twin flame community there's so much emphasis all these twins and there's actually a documentary that came out i think it's called escaping the twin flames where there was this whole this couple that were apparently not really twins that made this huge huge built this huge empire and were telling People, they were twins, and giving them all this misinformation. So just like anything, even in spirituality and these connections, people bastardize them and, and abuse mm-hmm. these um, connections. And um, so, but, you know, union is, like physical union is what all of these Twin Flames websites say, that you're meant to be together, that you're going to come back into union. Um, you can do it in this lifetime. And I just... I totally don't believe that anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, part, I surrender that. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, I'm at a pretty good place with it, but it's like, it's just about many things in my life experience that I've been illuminated to that is not what it appears, you know, in medicine and, you know, in the organizations that run us Uh, You know, politically, there are so many things that I've been illuminated to that you're just like, wow, it's like peeking behind the curtain Oz of Oz, you know, and you're just like, this is not at all what I was told it was. And it can be very saddening to be illuminated to the truth of something. But, you know, it's better for me. I prefer to have happiness and peace and joy and move on than hang on to something that, you know – may not be true, right? I'd rather be surprised Mm. if it ends up being something better, but it's really hard to let go. It is. Yeah.
1: It is. And we all, you know, we all are all about, whether consciously or not, we're all about the happy ending, you Mm. know, having the thing that completes us. Right. You know, that's the fairy tale. And it would be nice to think that this other half comes along and boom you know we're there right Yay, happy forever but that's that's not why we come here
0: it's you know? it's so it's... go ahead go ahead no. you know it's interesting because yes we're fed that particularly women and i mean we want hmm. that fairy tale ending and as i've Gone through my relationships in this journey, when you really come into your wholeness. And I mean, you had pointed out to me that I still had that twinge of wanting a relationship to complete me. And every time you point something out to me, I get very, very (laughs) upset at myself because I'm like, no, I don't want that. We're going to get rid of that really fast. And then I do my remap process and then I boom, boom, boom. And And so I've been able to, like, disconnect from that happy ending thing, the, uh, you know, the one person forever, at least from the completion because I understood where it was coming from. Now, understanding it more as experiences, I love since we've come into this idea of our our life here is about having experiences, which allows us to be free to have interactions, not have to hold anyone to the expectation of being there forever. However, however, I would – I still do desire on a whole level to have a companion to at least journey with, you know, and share an experience with, not suffocated, not codependent, interdependent. And I've been able to fine tune that more where it's not the codependent needing to be completed, but someone like, because as humans, we are interdependent people. We are, we like companionship. So I've been settling into a nicer energy about, okay, I'm going to – I get that I'm here to have experiences. I want to have all of them. I want to have all of them that my heart desires. So the old construct yeah. doesn't really work for me anyways, the one person forever necessarily, at least not at this time um, per se. Or maybe it does with the right person that allows me to be me and free and we can still have a shared experience together. That would be delightful. You know, is that realistic for those of us who are sort of awakened and wanting to live a higher, in a higher, higher conscious state?
1: Of course, it is. If that's what you desire, that's what you are fueling. Uh, the universe will respond to that and give you know deliver that to you. Um, I I tend to think of it like this. You know, that there is one person. There absolutely is one person that is there for you your whole life and that is you you know and others come and go and they enhance they love they support that person but the journey is yours and who you choose to give energy to and grace and and be in union with on that journey is entirely free will you know so um We tend to get the lives we think we deserve. It's as simple as that because, you know, the other myth that we're going to just blow out here is the fact that, you know, the universe has your back. Um, Mm. That is lovely to think that. But the universe, the energy is actually quite neutral. You know, it doesn't mind if you're having a great experience or a bad experience. You're having the experience and that's what we're there to have. It's you that decides the good, the bad. It's you that judges the good, the bad. You put the energy and the meaning onto the experience or the person that you're with. So when you're in the space like you are now, where the need has gone, mm-hmm. it's just the joy of the connection. You know, a whole different horizon opens up to you. And your experience and what's possible for you hugely expands, you know, and that's the point of the experiences that we have, to utilize them to fuel that expansion within ourselves. And I think people come and go from your lives uh, when that job's done, when, when that exchange is complete, or you can't go further within the confines of that exchange then sooner or later, the energy changes and the relationship will usually change or drift. But while there is ongoing growth and development and exploration between people in union and connection, you know, it's just the cosmos magically in action. So, you know, the energy just builds and grows. So how do we knowing
0: this that people are going to come and go i know definitely you know from my life where with the intentions that i've set with the purpose that i'm here to have the things that i'm going to do as my experience as sort of the i am presence if you will um i'm going to have people come in and out of my life probably more rapidly than other people and yes. i've had to really come to terms with that it was painful as you know for me to Decondition myself from that one person forever. From that, I am my person that I'm that is with me in this whole experience, and staying in that higher conscious state, which I'm settling more and more into every day because that's my intention. But you know, when moments I'm not always in my higher conscious state, I get pulled down into the ah the attachment. Um, how do we stay non attached? So there's detachment. There's Obviously, attachment, which isn't the healthiest thing, but non-attached is kind of like that neutral place where we can go into an exchange with someone, not get ahead of ourselves, not go into the future, enjoy. I guess I'm kind of answering my own question, but staying in the moment. But I mean, how do we do that when we know that something is coming to an end? I know I've struggled with it before. I'm more cognizant of sensing when the energy changes, sensing when something is, is, is ending, but there's still that like human need to want to hang on. I'm hoping that in my future I won't have that anymore. I'll be able to just gracefully see when the energy is done and just move on. But what advice could you give someone if they're really struggling with knowing a relationship is an ending or needs to end so that they can move on and have another experience that will serve them? How do they how do they do that without getting so heartbroken and mm. and hurt because no. I've been there many times. My heart, as you know, has been ripped out and stomped on. And it's like so painful to let go of someone, especially, you know, the twin. But what would you say?
1: Well, you know, it would be lovely to take all the heartbreak away. It would. But, you know, for every heartbreak you've had, you have gained a a golden nugget or a gem or something deeper and more meaningful that you take forward with you so it's it's really it's really understanding the connection and how it serves you that really helps you let go but you know we are fighting in that letting go process we are fighting this sort of subconscious wiring that says you know safety in numbers you know if you're out in the jungle and you're on your own you're easy prey but if you're with your village you're safer. So there is this sort of primal conditioning that being alone is an unsafe thing that you that you need to uh, work through as well. You know, I just think that um, what I like to call this is knowing. Okay, so there's a space that you can get to and it's, you know, it's part of the process that I work with my clients with And it's knowing, and knowing is a certainty that you're going to be okay, like you're going to find a pathway through this, Mm. you know, and it's a clarity of direction, it's a confidence, um, and that carries you through, that carries you through the worst of times, the hardest of times, the most broken times. And so if you have someone that's supporting you to reconnect with that knowing and help you believe or even hold that space of belief for you when you can't connect with it yourself, that's that's the beauty of sharing the human experience really, isn't it? That you can hold another person in that space until they're ready to walk on.
0: Yes, and you did that to, for me so beautifully, and I'm sure it took... <laughs> me a long time at the beginning to let go, um, to get things because I was also working with my own receiver, my, my brain, you know, uh, wiring. I mean, with, with just, you know, it's a whole other piece of it, but had to get my physical body in shape so that I could really harness the power of my mind to get it right. To really click into it. But yes, having someone Like you to really see those pieces and put them together many, many times when you've said something, like I said, I didn't necessarily like, but was truth and I knew it, or uh, just something at random that you had said that maybe you didn't think was so significant that popped up in my head later, that was like those pearls of wisdom that really held me through and got me, you know, to that next level um, in my progress. So it's, you've been so... So valuable and um, it's necessary. So, everyone watching, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to plug you, Michelle, just because I've worked with you for so long. She's really brilliant in helping you understand your energy and, and where you're at in your process and giving you those little nuggets to move forward. Um, but, I mean, if you can't get into Michelle, because I know you're, you're like super booked up, and I don't even know if you're doing one on ones as much anymore, you're focusing more on groups, right?
1: I have been moving towards groups yeah. because, um, you know, I can't I can't be with everybody one on one, but I do like to begin the whole process with a one on one because right. that creates the pathway for you. Everyone's yeah. pathway is different. What everyone needs is different. So, you know, I believe in uh, the balance and the mix of the two. So it's like a hybrid, if you
0: like. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, that's great. So going back to the twin flames. So this is one of the things that I was very fascinated with, and I, I could not find any information online or anywhere about this. Everyone talks about the twin flame being the mirror and they reflect back to you all of your hurts and blah, blah, blah. But there's so much bullshit in this because <laughs> I want to know when, and we've talked a little bit about this, but go into maybe a little bit more deep deeper into this. There is a point when the mirror stops reflecting and you're twin is just another person making shitty choices. And I want, and I really, I didn't struggle with this so much because I had my karmic twin flame relationship, which allowed me to really, you know, have the tools to be able to let go of my interaction with my twin much more easy, which I'm so thankful for because I'm not one of those who's like hung up on my twin. It's like moved on very nice and quickly because of my experiences. But there's a point when like I There was like some rejection. I wasn't allowing – I wasn't loving myself. I was still feeling like my twin needed to fill me. And so when I saw those things, it was great. And I'm like, okay, I saw the lesson. But a lot of Twin Flame websites, they talk about, well, everything that your twin is doing is a reflection of you. But it didn't resonate with me, a lot of the other things he was doing. And and remember, I met, brought up to you, I'm like, I don't think this has anything to do with me. I feel really healed about this. I think he just made a fucked up decision. And he's just being a dumbass. I'm being very judgmental f- to be funny. But, you know, there's, there's choice. Like when you reach out, you want to be communicative to keep the lines open. But when someone like just shuts you out because of their own hurt... That was clearly a decision. So is there any way that you can help people understand where the mirror ends and when the twin flame literally is just making human choices where you have to be like, that is not me, and not take responsibility? Because I think that's where a lot of people get hung up. They're so conditioned to think that everything their twin is doing is an exact reflection, a mirror of them, and it's not. It really is not. So how, how do we draw that line? How do you know?
1: I feel that you actually feel it within you. Like if you go back through your own experience, there is a point where you began to discern that line yourself, like quite naturally. And uh, once you see it, it's important that you acknowledge that line. What's theirs is theirs. Because yeah, at the end of the day, they are another being in a human form. And yes, you know, we all make shitty decisions, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I think you said it like you felt within you that that piece was healed. Like you knew it. Yes. So if you feel that, you know, to anyone else that's listening, and they and you're feeling that, trust that, and honor that, and it will get clearer and clearer because the the breakup is like a disentanglement process. And, you know, you're unraveling little pieces and taking the bits that are yours and the bits that you've learned and and leaving them with theirs. Now, what does happen with twins is there is always one twin who is more aware and more capable in terms of the development than the other.
0: More capable, even more
1: capable. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, you know, that was you yes so you were able to see things about your twin that your twin still isn't in a position to recognize about themselves you know and I'm not saying one's one's here and one's there but when you come together the thing about this twin is you're both you know you're both here and then oh the one that's rising still rises and the other one has a choice you know to rise as well or invariably what happens is that one sort of Goes back to their their level of understanding or comfort.
0: So, why is it structured that way? Is there a reason why one has this tendency to have not the capacity or choose Is it supposed to? Like again, there's so much out there about oh, all well, twins are supposed to be in union and they can come together in this lifetime and blah blah blah. But if you're seeing from your experience truly that one tends to be not have the capacity or chooses to go down to allow the other one to do their thing what what would be the purpose for that if really we're meant to yes come into ourselves and unify right isn't part of what we're here to do is to unify and uplift everyone to get them all to that level wouldn't the old adage that twins coming together and union would uplift the rest of the planet and the consciousness why would one then be Sort of pre-programmed to contract, or am I not understanding it correctly?
1: Yeah, it's not that they're pre-programmed to contract that is a mm. free will choice
0: okay your other half so this made. is this is where it's not the mirror, it's not divine, it's just they made a shitty <laughs> if we want to label it <laughs> yeah. they made a shitty decision to just not do the work.
1: Yeah. Mm. you know but when you're in that union together you have the opportunity to both rise. And twins rising, twins in the, you know, the positive side of that union are phenomenal. And being around them absolutely uplifts everybody, you know, but we're all moving, we're all evolving and experiences, you know, uh, go on. So the choice is do the twins rise together or What I see happen very, very often is one twin commits to rising and the other, it's like it's either too much or they're they're, they're just not ready. Uh, And so they don't contract. It's that they just um, sort of stay where they are, I suppose. And and essentially what it looks like is the one twin's rising and the other one's not. Mm. Each twin leaves with something new and something more. And and believe it or not, richer for the experience. But what each twin does with that is a free will choice. No mirrors, no nothing. You know, it's on you and it's on you, how you move forward.
0: And one of the sad things from my experience is, I mean, my entire brand everything that I stand for, even my doctoral degree, is about taking the theoretical, applying it into practice so we can make things better, so we can have people evolve, to evolve humanity. And one of the hardest things that I had to come to, and I'm getting emotional saying thinking, is that my other aspect is choosing to contract, which is like the hardest thing because everyone else I'm here to share wisdom with and see uplift but the person that I would want to do that very thing is like the most important person is the one that is going to be left behind it's paradoxical and painful
1: it is but you know it's also um it's also an act of love from the other twin because if they're Destiny, uh, perhaps not the right word, but if their pathway, um, you know, is not as public or as um, big as, as, say, if we talk about you too. Sure. you know, you're, you're taking your experience, you're on this show, and you're reaching people and helping them understand so you're taking the experience and you're brave enough to share it and help others with it. That's uplifting for everyone. Your twin, your twin may not be doing that, but your twin may have let you go so that you can do that. Does that make sense?
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, it still sucks though.
1: <laughs> and, and I think it's hard, you know, when yeah. you're still feeling hurt and you're still angry, you know, in in moments about it all. That that's how it is, and you and you miss the act of love and and the separation. Yeah, but that person still loves you, even though you're not together.
0: Right? Yeah, it is. That uh... person
1: still loves you like no other.
0: Right. Yeah. That it goes with you. It is it is beautiful. It's uh really what I feel compelled to share with those people listening is this is where <clears throat> you really again, I call my podcast the next level podcast, is it's always about the next level. It's taking these experiences and I've learned so powerfully, it's really been transformational for me. My experience to stay very, very present in the moment because if you deviate to the past or the future, there is so much pain. There's so much pain that can be experienced because you're thinking and reminiscing the whys, the whys, or what's my future going to look like? What is it going to look like with that? When you're so present and in your inspiration and your passion and your bliss, that is where not only you find your peace and your joy and your, your love and your higher state of consciousness where everything makes more sense. You see things. All the things you tell me I've seen on my own too. I mean, you helped me get to that point, but I can be there more and more on my own space. That's also where magic, miracles, surprises the most amazing things happen and very, very quickly. So I, from my experience, this whole twin flame thing and these spiritual connections, whatever they are, whatever you call the labels— um, after this whole relationship series, the whole label thing is out. Twin flames, yes. soulmates, karmic, none of that even exists for me because I've been there, done that check mark. It's me having an experience in the world and everyone is just interacting with me as I so choose as a divine being. Um, but for you know, just as since we're talking about this and wrapping it up, um, you know, the basically this, the twin flame experience has allowed me to come so much into who I am and become whole where I don't need them. I don't need another person like you said. And even though there are moments when I get pulled back into it sad the way the experience was, I have love for myself. I can love and appreciate what they gave me. Um, it takes incredible strength and consistency to stay present. And in that awareness, in that higher state, again, so that there isn't that pain, that longing, that, you know, the mind chatter that can, you know, um, pull you down. So it's really, you know, anyone who's really struggling and suffering, please, please take this as an opportunity to stay as present in the moment as possible. And Michelle, you really helped me be able to do that. You remind me all the time. I constantly find myself saying, oh, it's this moment. You're thinking outside. Mm -hmm. Thinking outside this moment. It's this moment, this moment, this moment. Passion, bliss, what do I do now? What do I do now? What makes me happy now? That is where you will be totally free of the bondage of whatever it is, soulmates, karmic twins, twin flames, whatever relationship, the now moment is the solution. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: because it truly does create
0: the future. Yes. Yeah, and and this. So, how do you explain this? So I've kind of explained it in my words, but how do you explain that the now moment creates the future for the, for the listeners?
1: Because it's the future is just a response to your intention in the now. You know, if you're trying to. Uh, bring about something or find a relationship, and and it's not happening for you. That is because there is something in your now, your belief system. Uh, it may be conscious, or you may be completely unaware of it. But there is something that is not congruent with that. So the absolute power is in the moment. And okay, we don't do it perfectly all the time, but when we do, it's just the most beautiful, seamless thing. And when you don't do it perfectly, when you have a moment and you've got to pull yourself back and you've got to use that strength, give yourself grace because that is the experience that you've came for. And, you know, as as you speak, Leslie, you speak as someone that has been through this and healed and, and for everyone listening that isn't in that space yet, be inspired by the fact that you can come through this. You can survive it. You can survive it well, and you can actually thrive and expand what's possible for yourself at the end of the process when you're able to be resolved. You know, it's always all about you. It truly really is.
0: It is, and that's so beautiful. Thank you for saying that. And and I second those sentiments because since I've sort of come to this peace and staying in the moment, it really has so much magic has found me and the things that I've wanted to create. It's just my life experience is completely different. The way I do life and be in life and experience life is so different. And and <clears throat> these things that were so challenging for me, like we've talked about years ago, I was telling you just before the show, something that was like very – depressing to me, something that I thought like uh was left over from the the indictment and in my experience, you know, something that I thought was going to be a forever challenge and cripple for me. Although I knew nothing is impossible. I knew, you know, impossibilities are possible. I mean, there's no limits. But just like that, something that I thought was going to be so difficult and so painful and I couldn't see a solution to literally yesterday, seamlessly, staying in the moment, following my passion and bliss, poof. It was just like, oh, that's how that's going to resolve. Just like that. So easy. So easy. I mean, who does not want to live like that? So I'm so grateful for my experience, my twin flame and everything else, whatever you labels you want to call them at this point, because, you know, again, as we're wrapping up, they're just they're just experiences, too. They're just labels because that's how we relate to them. But um, it, it is really you can be on the other side and it there is magic beyond magic that is ready to find you. And you can finally let go and surrender to yourself really coming in. It's all about, you know, the individual mission or purpose, I think, of meeting the twin flame is to come to into yourself and your wholeness and really live as you. That is the greatest gift. If there's union or not, that doesn't even register anymore. I don't even care. And everyone focuses on that. It's really about you. When you really get that shift, then it's like, okay, maybe I'll run into him again. Maybe I won't. It doesn't matter. There's no need or want because I'm so satiated in this moment because I'm fully healed and whole. It's like the most incredible feeling. I've been wanting this since I was like a little girl (laughs) to come into this state. So you can get to the other side of it. It can be so much more beautiful than you can imagine, but it's about letting go and surrendering and healing from that. So get a coach. Call Michelle. (laughs) Like She transformed my life. Um, Okay, so a couple more questions I have here. Oh, yes. We... This is kind of a backwards question, but do you recommend, and I've asked you this before, but I want you to be on, on uh, the podcast to say, do you oh. recommend people to find their twin flame? What are your thoughts about when people say, Michelle, I want to find my twin flame? What would you say to that? What's your, in the back of your mind, what are you saying?
1: <laughs> no! What goes on my head is, yes. oh, no you don't, oh, no you don't. <laughs> oh, be careful what you wish for because... You know, most of us aren't really, you know. Um, so, yeah, I just I just go, bless. No, you don't. <laughs> but that's obviously not what I say.
0: Um, <laughs> so what, what do you say? <laughs> okay, darling, like, well.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. And what would that change for you? Like, what do you think that's going to bring to you? So, you know, in your case, I'm going to gently put it to you, uh, You are now in that incredible space of being that you're in because your twin let you go to find it. And never forget how much it takes to love someone enough to let them go. And the love stays with you. And you never lose awareness of your twin. But you are such a beautiful example of coming back into your own unity, your own consciousness, and really moving into the vastness and the magic that's possible. But it's your twin, that, it's that interaction with your twin that's propelled you there so, so purposefully and so quickly, so rapidly. There, There isn't anyone else on the planet that can do that for you in that way. And that was the gift. the twin connection that was the purpose of the experience for you right and love them enough to let them have theirs in their own way oh don't be sad
0: i know but there is but there is still you know just because it's it's still letting go but Yes, I appreciate that so much. It is It is the most unconditional thing that someone can do is to let you fly and do all the things um, and have all the experiences. So it is. It's fascinating, too, because, and we've talked about this, too, you know, our primitive brains or our reptilian brains, like you were talking about, that, that want to be coupled or companion or have a hard time Um being solely living, you know, alone or sovereign. It just, it, it's, it's always, it's there. Like it always, you know, I don't, hopefully it won't always be there. I'm actually in the process of trying to shrink that part of me so it can (laughs) be completely obsolete it's part of my unsubscribe to aging thing. That's one of the things that I don't want to have those, those survival issue need things come up because it's very disruptive when you stay in the moment and having to be continually pulled back into that contracted old survival um, survival state. But yes, and all That's in it's all, it's such a beautiful... Go ahead. I was going to say, so
1: when you do get pulled back and you're aware that you're in that survival reptilian brain, <laughs> interesting. Thanks. Not required. And come and bring yourself back. Bring yourself back to the now.
0: Yes. It's just so obnoxious, you know, because, and I know it's a part of the duality, but it's, there are many, many things over the course of my life that I've been able to completely erase from my experience. And Mm -hmm. this is like the next one that I just want to totally eliminate even having to experience those moments of being pulled back it's again i don't think it's impossible it might take me a while i might have to really unlock some of my latent dna to be able to override that to the point where it doesn't it doesn't happen but it really does suck it's it's not a good feeling when you're you know your everything drops into your gut and you're like oh the loss but you know it is it is what it is. At least I have the tools, and this is why I try to equip people here uh, with these, you know, self mastery tools and life hacks and bio hacks. Because, you know, we are human. We're still evolving. We have these parts of our brain that are trying to keep us in survival and away from unity, pulled back into duality and separation. And we have to really be conscious and have a lot of resources and. Rep- you know, repetition to make sure that we stay on track into our evolution, not keep getting pulled back into those old ways of being that just don't serve us.
1: So. And you're doing a stellar job of all that. (laughs) Huge ask. You do it sitting there smiling, looking gorgeous. I mean, yes, you are in that process and we are all in a process. Yes. You know, and I think it's, I think it's, it's really important to understand that, yeah, it is a process. And sometimes you have a moment when you're back. But what if that moment is reframed to be, huh, interesting reminder of what that feels like. And it helps you refocus more firmly in the now. Yeah, Because that's what you do with those moments, by the way. <laughs> you just use them to enhance your now. And so those moments can serve you. They don't have to be like a battle, you know, a tug of war. It's like, hmm, yeah, interesting, not required. And then you come back and you're more committed to the now than you were before you had the moment.
0: You're 100% true, because and, and that's what I do. I've One of my biggest intentions, I don't really have goals because my belief and knowing is that my destiny, if you will, or what I'm here to do and experience, it's all encoded in me. It's in my heart, I know. So when I follow my passion and bliss in every moment, I'm guided, and this is where the magic and the miracles and the crazy, amazing things happen. And... So to like just keep coming back to that moment and yes, when you kind of deviate, it does strengthen because my intention has been my only goal now is to stay more and more in the present moment than I was before and I keep doing that and that's, you know, it's feeding my passion bliss. It's keeping me further away from these moments where, you know, my reptilian brain pulls me away but every time I get into that non-preferred state, it's like, oh, Nope, it reaffirms. I do my sort of internal affirmation. No, my intention is to stay in this present moment. It helps me practice the skill and it strengthens. It's like a muscle, right? Like anything else. So you do speak truth as much as I want to complain and be annoyed with it and be able to eliminate it. And one day I will. I will. Yeah, I think but you but you know it is it is actually serving me because my intention was to stay more in the moment. I'm not fully in the moment every moment, so of course I need something to keep reminding me, which those annoying moments do. So
1: well, yes, yeah. And the other thing is, when you 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 intentionally reset into the present, that is telling the energy what you require from it. Mm. You're reminding the energy that sustains you. That brings all that magic to you, right? This is what I require.
0: Yes, and that's another great thing is you helped me switch from, you know, expectations. Expectation, there's that's a charged word, right? We shouldn't mm-hmm. expect outcomes because then that creates it takes us out of the now moment. But it's just required the energy. I require the energy to match me to play by its the rules, the rules of the universe, which are when I'm in this this state of passion, bliss, knowing everything is okay and everything comes to me easily and effortlessly. I require the energy to match that because everything is energy. And it's, it yeah. works. It's true. These laws of the yeah. universe, I have tampered with. You have seen me play with them for three years <laughs> and they do not fail. I mean, you have many other clients too, but <laughs> for my own yeah. individual research and to share with my my uh, community, the laws of the universe, they work. They, are, they will give you what the vibration in which you're at, you need to be very, very conscious. And there were times when I got so anxious, like, oh my God, I'm anxious because I know that I'm not where I want to be. And so I know that this is a reflection. How do I get out of this? So the reflection changes. And, um, or the attraction, what I'm, what the universe is showing up for me, you know, changes. Man, it's like, it's been a crazy wild journey figuring this stuff out and surrendering and being in this place. But, you know, it really is, knowing that when you're in this now moment, following your passion and bliss, that's like the easiest way that I would tell anybody, if you want to hijack your whole experience, go for that. Go for the now moment. Everything, the whole past, everything is healed when you are truly in the now moment and you know you're whole. Like, poof, instantly. I mean, of course it takes steps and sometimes a process and all the garbage you have to go through to arrive at that place, but that shooting for that if it is like the most important thing, intending to just be more and more in the now moment as much as possible, I think can save people so much headache of having to go through their bullshit and their baggage. Like there's so much healing that can just happen when you arrive
1: there. So there is so much magic in that truth that you share, you know, and that's really the union. The union is with you in the now moment whether that's just you in the moment or you and another being in the now moment, but that is the union that holds the power to make you the creator of everything in your life. And it's either happy, great, wonderful, or it's not, but it's, it's from you. It all comes from you.
0: Yeah. And it's so funny because I've heard that I've read that for so long since I was a teenager finally get it because i've arrived there like i understand it i've arrived it's like you know i can see myself i'm so much more in the that state than i am in the other right like mm-hmm. i kind of sometimes mm-hmm. tip into it but i'm mostly there and it's like a completely different way of knowing and understanding myself and the way that i create and i do the world you know things just are easy and effortless and it's like it's about fucking time <laughs> It's been a long, long journey. So hopefully you and I can help other people get them there much, much faster because uh, I don't want people to have to struggle the way I did, you know, learn from my experience Mm -hmm. and take Michelle's advice and tools and like, just save yourself a lot of grief. Yeah. Um, um, Okay. I think I have one last question here. Yes, so we talked about. I said, "Does can one twin put on the brakes in union?" And yes, that is the the case because of the choice. How do we cope with the separation when that is not their choice? Um, Or, like I said, is it perhaps divine choice? You know, I've I talked about this with the last guest. How do we know that the one twin who makes a free will choice to, you know, let the other one soar, like in my case? isn't actually just a divine choice that's being discussed at the higher level. We may not ever really know if it's true free will or if it's divinely orchestrated or purposeful.
1: I think if you look at it like this, there is a, there is a divine orchestration uh, going on, but it comes off of your free will. That's the sacredness of being here in a single form. You know that you get to make choices and you get to see where they take you and you get to experience the consequence of those choices. Um so the the higher realms if you like are watching observing um but you are making the choice. So I, I believe it's free will choice. Mm, okay. And then the higher realms honor that and then the energy comes in based off of the intention of those choices. But but it's actually all coming from you.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. I keep getting just flashes in my head of how when people evolve to this point where they can be truly sovereign and whole in themselves. Yes, it's so amazing because there's limitless possibility to create. You can have the most abundance and joy and and bliss and like like the highest of the highest experience like beyond what we could even imagine happens and can happen instantly um but again to arrive at that place there's so much deconditioning that has to happen Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of loss remember they i went through a lot of grief just letting go physical for two months i was sick As my body recalibrated, cried it out, physically was ill, physically sick, as I sort of adapted to this new way of being, and then the emotional part had to catch up. My mind was catching up, but my emotional body had to like purge and cry and release the pain of the past, of the codependency, of the fairy tale ending, of all of those things that we're told and we're led to believe to arrive at this place where I'm Oh, I'm alone on this journey. It's my journey. But at the same time, I'm not. I'm connected with everything. But not having control. You know, you can't control someone's free will. And that parting away from the universe has my back and blaming the universe when something didn't happen and knowing the universe had my back, when you realize that none of that is real, that you are the universe you're creating, that is like a mind fuck that really messed me up. It was freeing. It's liberating now. But then to honor and know that, okay, well, there might not be a forever relationship or, you know, you have to adapt that things are going to come and go. People are going to come and go to your life because there's there's so much freedom, free, so much freedom and choice. It's like it's a really – that is a really hard thing to let go of that people have free will choice. And the more that you evolve your consciousness and the more freedom you have to create, it seems like the more – Things move fast and people come in and out of your life, and that's hard. That's the other thing I want people to understand, too, is mm-hmm. as you evolve more, it's going to feel like you have less and less control because relationships are going to end. You're going to learn what you need to learn, and then they're going to be done. And there's there's a lot of adaptation that you have to do, but that's actually a beautiful thing. It means that you're accelerating. There's more magic to be had. But that really tripped me up is just... As you move away from old constructs, the freedom and liberation and the sovereignty and your control of your own experience happens. But how you want the outcome to happen, the control of the outcome, you you don't get. It's paradoxical. Does that make sense? Am I explaining that well?
1: Yeah, you are actually, and and it's not a journey for the faint-hearted. Oh, you know, this isn't anyone's journey. <laughs> But, but there are some of us here that have signed in for that. And I think, too, you, while you don't have so much of a sense of control of the people coming in and out of your life because it's free will and you're evolving very quickly, so things change more often, you have complete control over how you process that and how you experience that and how you feel about that. So while you relinquish some control over some things, you gain control and mastery over others. So it's never just a one way. If you let go of something that doesn't serve you, this is a universal law, one of those beautiful universal laws. If you let go of something that doesn't serve you, you will get something in its place that does. And you cannot not have that happen. You cannot not make that happen.
0: Right, and that's true and and trusting and believing and having faith in that is another piece that people get tripped up on. I know I did. There were times when I really had to step back and and took time to remind myself and there was so much repetition that I had to go through of experiencing that to go, no, I've been through that like how many times? <laughs> you know it's a law, you know it's going to work, so it's okay you can surrender mm-hmm. this and you know time goes by, you get faster and better and more efficient and more comfortable with the turnover or the, the losses or the letting go. But yes, it is not for the faint of heart. I mean, this has been a wow journey for me. And I'm so glad that I'm done with, you know, my journey to wholeness. Yeah. I've arrived. I'm there. Magic miracles. It's the beginning of such an amazing relationship with myself. I found the person my one and only, which is me. You found your person. I found yes. my person and it's me. And it sounds it, it sounds so cheesy. And I remember years ago when I first started building this paradigm, 2015, I started knowing that I needed to build my brand and this, you know, this whole program and everything. And I knew self-love. I knew the concept of self-love, but I didn't understand how to do or be self-love. And so many people want it and they grasp it and they're walking around it and they think that's a doing thing. And Being on this other side, it's like, oh, right, I get it. I know. And it's not at all what people think. You have to really be there and go through the work, do the work, and, and, you know, hopefully not go through the trenches like I did. But unfortunately, we have to look at our baggage, our own bullshit to get to ourselves. Um, But it is like nothing, any of the things that I read could ever explain like it makes sense the words when i read them i'm like oh yeah that's what it feels like but when i wasn't arrived there it's like i don't know i want it but i can't i can't connect to it i don't know how to do it or be it but it's so beautiful and so much better than even we can one can even explain in words so yeah do not all of you listening do not fret if you're in this journey a twin flame journey or karmic or whatever relationship situation you are on like there is an end to it. I promise you I've arrived. I've succeeded. There's so much more for you to experience and have when you get to the other side and you find yourself. Just remember this whole experience is you. You are conducting and coordinating the energy. This is for you, by you, because of you to live your highest life. It's not about someone else. not about having or coveting. It's all about you. It's all about you. Go inside, dive deep, find out who you are, become whole, and just watch the magic that will unlock and the impossibilities become possible. It's truly amazing. And I've just arrived. So stick with me and watch all the other magnificent things that I will create and that I will want to share with you and help you create in your lives too. And as I've always said from the beginning, it's important that you have a guide or a coach to, you know, work with. I don't do so much of the coaching anymore. I'm turning people over to Michelle because she's been such an amazing person in my life to get me to my place of arriving, my place of completion. So I completely and highly recommend Michelle. And I know she got me to where I need to be having my best life she can do that for you as well so hit her up and uh may the love of yourself be with you <laughs> michelle please thank please you me, thank you thank you so much for being in my life for being in my podcast i honor you and um thank you a million infinite times
1: i in the love thank you
0: you thank you all right everybody just for glory wonderful